Hello, and welcome to the e-commerce evolution podcast, where we bring you the best of what's new and what's next in e-commerce. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And our mission with this show is to interview the top merchants, the top marketers, and the experts shaping the e-commerce industry. This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by Zipify and their flagship app, Zipify Pages. Zipify Pages is an e-commerce sales funnel and landing page builder that seamlessly integrates into your Shopify store. Just start with one of a growing list of templates and then customize and go. These templates are created by my friend and eight-figure e-commerce store owner, Ezra Firestone. Each template is built with proven conversion elements, but also features a simple drag and drop editor. So you can truly make these pages your own. So you can customize and tweak and test and create some awesome landing pages and sales funnels. So check out all the details, sign up for the beta at zipify.com. Well, hello and welcome to the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, flying solo today. I'm gonna be talking about Google and Amazon news. These are the two giants in the space, both influencing what you're doing with your e-commerce business. And so we're going to be talking about some new announcements from both Google and Amazon, what they mean for your business, what you should do because of these new products, new offerings, new features. And so we'll dive right in. Before I get into that, though, I've got a quick shout out to one of our clients, a longtime client, Camp Chef, based out of Utah. They make some fantastic grills and camp stoves and ovens and all kinds of amazing cooking equipment that you can use to cook outdoors. And they actually just released a new pellet grill, the Woodwind Pellet Grill, and they brought on board the Harmon Brothers, which uh, a video production company out of Utah made famous for their spectacular video for Poopery, and uh, which I've strangely enough referenced on this show probably too many times. Uh, I'm not sure what that says about me, but also uh, Squatty Potty. So the Harmon Brothers also made a video for Squatty Potty. So they recently made a video for Camp Chef, one of our clients for the new Woodwind Pellet Grill. It, fe- it features the grill god and takes place in, in this uh, dude's backyard. And it is fantastic. Um, if you're a griller, you definitely want to check it out. At the time of this recording, uh, it's approaching 500,000 views combined uh, socially and, and through YouTube, got featured on Adweek. So check it out. It, it's a great example of selling because it does a great job of highlighting the benefits of the grill, but also being funny, which is kind of what the, the Harmon brothers are known for. So go check that out. Well done to everyone involved. So let's dive in. I want to talk about Google first. And Google is a huge part of what we do, right? That's the focus of our agency for the most part. We're a search-driven agency. I think it's important, though, that we talk about news here because if you look at e-commerce and where the e-commerce journey begins for most people, it still begins with search. Now, it may begin with search on Amazon uh, or search on on Google. And and it's interesting in in looking at where that search begins. You know, Amazon, if you go go back to 2013, Amazon was about double the number of product searches that Google had. And, and they both grew since 2013. And in 2015, when I was looking at stats, Amazon still had a sizable lead, but Google was growing faster. The interesting thing is, and, and what I've seen recently, is that, that Amazon's growth may have accelerated a little bit more even than Google. Uh, but still, you know, if someone's going to search for a product, they're going to go to Google or Amazon in most cases. 
And I uh, saw a headline online recently uh, talking about how the the old path to purchase of searching and then clicking and buying is dead. And and while I 100% agree that that the, the purchase journey for a lot of people is changing whenever they're buying a physical product online, still search is the largest driver of purchases and it's actually growing. So more people are searching and clicking and buying now than ever before. Uh, I will sh- share an interesting story, talk about uh, my experience with my Amazon Echo and how that's impacted the way we order. Obviously, social commerce is exploding and, and some interesting things there. And, uh, but still, search is huge. So I want to talk about Google Shopping first. And uh, Google Shopping is one of the things we're known for, one of the areas we focus on, and, and really because it's so effective for merchants. But a couple of interesting things. So one bit of news is that Google just rolled out Google Shopping for the Display Network recently. And, and I wonder, I mentioned before, that it looks like Amazon's lead is extending a little bit, market share is extending a little bit. You know, Google needs Google Shopping to work because it is so beneficial to retailers. It's a huge part of growth for them. So Google is rolling out now, or actually they're 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 testing it in in small quantities. Google Shopping on display on the display network. So the difference here, just very quickly, right now Google Shopping only appears if you're at Google, either mobile or desktop, and you make a product search. So I'm at Google, I'm searching for Retro Jordans, PLAs or Google Shopping ads pop up. Now Google's wanting to release Google Shopping on the display network. So now I may be on a page that's all about Retro Jordans or it's about the Jumpman brand or it's just about Michael Jordan. And now the product listing ad could be right there through the Google display network. So this is very interesting. It's only open to uh, certain brands. It's a pilot, but likely that's going to be expanded. And, and towards the end of May, it's going to be expanded more. So I'm very interested in this. You know, Google Display Network or display ads in general are tricky. Uh, they're hard to make work. You can go back and listen to my uh, episode with Mike Rhodes, which was fantastic. He did an awesome job about how to make the display network work. But now with Google Shopping ads being a potential ad unit, to use on the display network. Very interesting. I'm excited to, to watch how that, how that progresses. Uh, one of the other things that, that's now available for Google Shopping is similar audiences. And this is now rolled out. This, this came out of beta. We've, we've been experimenting with it a bit, but now it's rolled out of beta. Um, similar audiences for both search and shopping. Okay, so here's what that looks like. Uh, if you're familiar with, with Facebook advertising, Facebook has what's called lookalike audiences. Very powerful feature where you can say to Facebook, hey, these are our customers. Now go find more people like them based on their behavior, based on their demographics, things like that. Well, now you can do that with Google as well. So now you can say, hey, here's my remarketing list. So here's all the people that have either been to my site or purchased from my site or visited the the checkout or whatever. So here's this group of those people, Google. Now, now go find more people like them. And what Google analyzes is it looks at those, that set of people, looks at their search behavior, some of their other uh, online behavior metrics, and then they build a similar list. So then what you can say is, okay, Google, we're, we want to bid on these keywords, right? But we also, we want to bid more if someone is similar to someone who's bought from us before, or even if someone is similar to someone who's visited our site before. 
And what's really powerful about this, and this is what we talk about all the time, is looking at going beyond the query, right? Or beyond the keyword where, you know, Google has always been scary accurate in their results based on the keyword you're searching for, right? So, so then in building ads, you could be very targeted if you had the right keywords. But if you want to go more broad with your, your keywords, so an example I often use, we have a client that sells leather sofas, but they sell really expensive leather sofas. So I don't want to bid on just someone searching for leather sofas. I'd like to know a little more about that person. Are they likely a super high-end purchaser or are they likely looking for a bargain or discount leather sofa? And so with similar audiences, as an example, you can say, okay, here, here Google, here's a list of everybody that's purchased from us. Go find more people like it. If someone looks like my audience, then I want to bid more for that person. Or maybe I only want to target that audience. So similar audiences for search and shopping, very exciting. Now, uh, product listing ads are actually continuing to grow. And this is part of what I, I mentioned before, where, where people, more people are searching now than ever for products. Likely that's going to continue. But the quarter one growth for Google Shopping actually was faster than the quarter four growth for Google Shopping, which, you know, everything retail obviously is spikes in, in Q4. But comparing the two, Q1 of this year actually grew 21% over Q1 of 2016, whereas Q4 only grew 19% this year versus last year. So some increasing growth with Google Shopping. And now product listing ads are 75% of non-branded retail clicks. Google Shopping spend actually grew 32% this quarter. Local inventory ads are also growing. And so if you're not familiar with that, local inventory ads are, are ads that, that appear with the other product listing ads. The only difference is rather than clicking and going and buying that product on the retailer site, the ad is saying it's available in store and it's this distance from you. So for example, if you're searching for a power drill or leaf blower or something like that, and you search for that online, you may see ads where you can buy those online and also an ad for Lowe's saying, hey, two miles away, this leaf blower is available at Lowe's, go check it out. Now, what's interesting about local inventory ads is that the click-through rate is actually higher for those than it is for product listing ads. 19% higher is what I saw in a recent uh, report from Merkel and CPCs are actually a little bit lower with local inventory ads. Kind of makes sense. So uh, another thing to, to consider when you're looking at search in general, and, and this goes back to the, the audience or going beyond the click, is looking at, at demographics for search. So uh, not only can you look at similar audiences and some of those things, but you can also look at demographics. So I want to only target men or only target women or only target people that are in this age group. And this is interesting because uh, recently we, we were marketing a product uh, in the martial arts space that really only men were buying, or it was like 90% men, and really only in this age group, so men 25 to 40, as an example. Well, by layering in demographics for search, we can focus all of our efforts on those demographics we know are most likely to convert. So very powerful to add in demographics for search. And then finally, customer match. So I kind of alluded to this a minute ago, but I want to clarify a little bit. You can take your remarketing lists, which are built usually in AdWords or in analytics, but you can also use what's called customer match. And customer match allows you to upload your email list 
to Google, and then Google will look at those people and create similar audiences based on that. And then Google will use that list, match that to a Google user, and then you can target them in your search or shopping ads as well. Now, let's transition and talk about YouTube just a little bit. And, and as many of you know, YouTube is the number two search engine. Actually, more searches are done on YouTube than on any other search engine other than Google, which is pretty impressive. But a couple of new things from YouTube. So YouTube just launched YouTube TV. And this is similar to a Slingbox, I think it's called, where you can now pay for subscriptions on YouTube to get your TV from YouTube. So you can get your local channels through YouTube. You can get some of the top cable networks, including ESPN, through YouTube. This is only available in some major markets. Uh, here in Missouri, where I live, it's not available at all, but pretty competitive. I saw like $35 a month, so pretty interesting what that's going to do. Uh, saw a stat recently that 18 to 49-year-olds spend more time on, on YouTube in prime time than watch the top 10 TV shows combined. So for that coveted primetime space when advertisers want to show up in front of their would-be customers, more people are on YouTube than are watching the top 10 shows combined, which is interesting. Uh, YouTube's also coming out now with some original content through YouTube Red. And I, I saw recently that that uh, going to be content from Ellen and Kevin Hart and Ryan Seacrest and a, and a few others. But that, that's interesting. I think that will drive more viewership there. However, uh, it's not all roses with YouTube. Uh, you may have seen the YouTube scandal recently. Had 5% of their top advertisers pulled ads from YouTube uh, because some ads were being reported to show next to some pretty objectionable content, some jihadist content and neo-Nazi content, other very undesirable stuff. Uh, major brands' ads were showing up next to that. Obviously, Google didn't want that to happen, but it did. So it's causing YouTube to work a little harder on their filters and on the automatic exclusions that will then you know, keep some of these ads from running next to objectionable content. And so uh, something to keep an eye on, it's still even with the top 5% of advertisers pulling from YouTube, the bottom line impact for Google was fairly minor. I think I saw that's like half of 1% or something, but still uh, shows an issue that, that YouTube is going to have to address and going to have to move past. One of the other things that impacts organic search is that Google recently mentioned that now uh, half of the sites that appear in their index are HTTPS or are secure. And so if you remember, Google announced a long time ago that they wanted everyone, they suggested everyone go secure and that that would impact search results. It didn't seem to have that big of an impact initially, but it looks like it, it may really be starting to take uh, gain some traction now. And, and at, at Google's suggestion, a lot of people are going secure. And so we're recommending it to all of our clients that are not secure across their site to at least start considering it and looking at it it definitely needs to be on your radar. All right, let's talk about some Amazon news. So first off, their quarterly earnings report was released here recently. I've got a link in the show notes to the press release. But to see a company this size, as big as Amazon, growing at the speed they're growing is really insane. Uh, so Q1 earnings for this year, sales grew 23% year over year to top $35.7 billion at sales for the quarter. So growth in somewhere around six or seven billion for the quarter. So they gained six to eight billion in new sales this quarter, new market share. And it is really just phenomenal the way Amazon is growing and the way they're grabbing market share. 
and really got to pay attention to it. I know uh, likely you fall into a couple of different camps. Either you see Amazon as a direct competitor or you see them as a, a frenemy and maybe a necessary evil, but we have to pay attention to what's going on there. And what's really interesting, you know, one of the biggest drivers of Amazon's growth is Amazon Prime. And just blown away by how that's growing. And so one of the things that that Amazon breaks out is their subscription services revenue. And this also includes like their, their music option and things like that. But mainly it's Amazon Prime. Uh, almost $2 billion in revenue from subscriptions. And that's a 49% year-over-year growth over last year, which is just amazing. And uh, one of the, the crazy things, too, is, is looking at how Amazon Prime is growing in relationship to Costco. So I was looking at an article online, you know, years ago, a lot of people said, hey, Amazon will never touch Costco, largely because Costco has members, right? And I was looking at this graph that showed uh, Costco membership compared to Sam's Club membership comp- compared to Prime membership. And so if you look at since like 2012, Sam's Club has actually been kind of flat. Costco has grown. It's definitely grown since 2012. Costco is pretty hot, you know, growing at a, at a decent pace. But you still, in comparison to the Amazon growth, Amazon on the chart looks like, you know, the, the drawing of just one side of a mountain, just a steep slope. But Costco, as of March of this year, has 88.1 million members. And estimates now for Amazon Prime show that Amazon Prime has 80 million users or 80 million members, which is just phenomenal. It's amazing. And what's interesting about Amazon Prime users, I think, and I think this is a fairly conservative estimate, but now Amazon is saying that that a Prime member versus a non-Prime member, Prime member spends twice what a non-Prime member uses. Now, I know for my household, when we made our, when we first signed up for Prime, I'm pretty sure our spending on Amazon went up about 10x, uh, and I know other people that are that are similar to that. But anyway, the official numbers are: you spend twice what you you would normally spend once you join Prime, and and it's also just part of what makes Amazon so sticky, right? Knowing that you've always got this uh, two-day free shipping, also some of the content that comes with Prime is is really pretty amazing. And one of the things I mentioned in the press release, which I was not aware of this. But uh, Manchester by the Sea, movie that actually won two Oscars for Best Actor, Casey Affleck, and Best Director, was actually Amazon original content, which is pretty phenomenal. So here's this service designed to be really sticky and, and kind of uses AWS, right? Uh, Amazon Web Services. And, and it's really helping to grow Amazon Prime. And once you are part of Amazon Prime, you're going to order a lot more from Amazon as, as well. And, and so looking at Prime, I also want to talk about uh, Amazon Echo, okay? And uh, we're a relatively new owner of an Amazon Echo. This is now in the kitchen of our house. Actually, one in our kitchen, one in our, our bedroom. But the one in the kitchen is the full-size Amazon Echo, which is just an amazing speaker. And so for the handful that may not know what the Echo is, this is the Alexa device, kind of the personal assistant, the always listening device where you can ask Alexa a variety of things from, uh, if you got your calendar synced with Alexa, you can say, what is my day like tomorrow, uh, Alexa? Or Alexa, what's the weather like tomorrow? Or Alexa, play songs from the Beatles, and, and then Alexa will, will shuffle songs from, from the Beatles. 
Amazing device. The speaker on the original, the full-size Amazon Echo is phenomenal. Now every dinner becomes a dance party at my house where my kids are requesting songs and, and usually fighting over who gets to pick a song on, on, on Echo next. But what's interesting with, with the Amazon Echo, and this will kind of tie back to what I said in the beginning, where purchases are changing. Okay, so so search and then buy, I think, is, is still growing and it appears that it's growing. But now you can actually order through Echo. And so recently in the kitchen, making a protein shake, my son, who's a teenager and growing and eating everything in the house, is also consuming some of the protein powder. And so realize, man, we're going to run out. And, and now this is protein powder we have on automatic reorder. So this stuff comes to our house every month, but we were, I knew we were going to run out. So I said, Alexa, reorder my protein powder. And Alexa comes back and says, hey, three things in your order history match protein powder. And so she listed through them. I said, ah, that's it. She said, would you like me to order this? I said, yes. She asked for my uh, purchase password, which I gave. And I did not think this through well enough. Uh, my kids were all in there and I thought it's my, my password's a string of numbers. I thought they're never going to remember this. So I said the password and then it was like I said a curse word in front of a kid because, you know, if you accidentally say a bad word in front of kids, they immediately start repeating it over and over again. That's all they can say. Now my kids are saying the Amazon password and saying, oh, what can we order now? Uh, so I immediately regretted that. But it was really, really easy. I also recently ran out of hot sauce, my favorite hot sauce, which I mentioned in a previous episode, Marie Sharp's. It's a carrot-based habanero sauce. It's phenomenal to die for. Ran out of it. And so I did, I'm, again, I ordered that through Alexa. What was interesting, though, is, is that product currently is not available through Prime. And so the way Alexa works with something that's not Prime eligible is she'll say, because this is not Prime, I can't order it for you, but do you want me to add it to your cart? And I said, yes. And so my wife was actually standing there. She wanted to order before she forgot. She opened the Amazon app almost immediately after that. And lo and behold, the Marie Sharps was already in the cart. She checked out and now it's on the way. So it's really interesting how, how that is taking off. Sales of the Echo are very brisk. It's in the millions. I don't, I don't have the number in front of me, but the number of Echo devices uh, is growing. And that's just another way to make uh, Amazon sticky and make Amazon Prime sticky because you get a lot of music options with that. And then you also get to, to order. And so that is one of the scary things and why that report that I mentioned before was published. Because now if I want to order something and I don't want to open up my laptop or my phone, I can just ask Alexa to order it for me which is pretty crazy and pretty convenient. Now, a couple other interesting bits of Amazon news. Uh, Amazon, the Amazon Go store, likely you've seen that online. That's the store. There's just one open right now. It's in Seattle. It's only open to Amazon employees. But that's where you can walk in, grab something off the shelf, and just walk out with their just walk out technology. But the way that works is you to get in, you have to scan your Amazon app. And so Amazon has to know that you've got uh, payment options online and, and payment options available. You walk in, as you pick something off the shelf, there's a camera system, very in-depth, pretty amazing camera system that will detect what you've picked up. It'll also detect if you put that back and don't walk out with it, but then you just walk out and Amazon charges your Amazon account. So pretty cool. That's only available to Amazon employees. We'll see how that progresses. One that I, I think may actually take off faster, at least I think it might, but we'll see, is the Amazon Fresh Pickup. 
Uh, again, this is not available uh, anywhere outside of Seattle, but Amazon Fresh Pickup is where you order groceries online and then you drive and pick it up. And when you get there, it's ready. Someone loads it in your car and you drive off. This would be awesome for you know making an order in the afternoon before you head home or getting a, a, an order placed on Amazon that you just automatically reorder and then go pick it up. And, and so Amazon Fresh Pickup, I think that has a ton of potential as well. And so we'll see. I mean, what Amazon has proved over the years is they can take a concept and go from zero to scale exceptionally quickly. And so for them to go from just to stores in Seattle to now stores on both coasts and, and in between is a very plausible scenario. And so one other thing I want to mention about Amazon Prime is that Amazon also recently purchased the rights to Thursday night football. So in, in this coming season, you'll be able to watch, Prime members will be able to watch Thursday night football through Amazon Prime. And so just another way Amazon is looking at making Prime sticky and making it work for uh, members. And another reason why it's going to grow and grow quickly, they did pay a lot for those rights to Thursday night football. It's in the millions. But if I'm sure the way they're looking at it is if they can get you know more Amazon Prime subscribers and it will more than pay for itself. And I believe that it will. I know that was rapid fire, but that will do it for this episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast. If you missed anything or want to look at the press release from Amazon or any of the notes, got several articles that I reference when going over the Google News, uh, check out the show notes at ecommerceevolution.com. Uh, as always, we'd love to have feedback. What would you like to hear more of, less of? We do have a, a really exciting series of merchants that we're going to interview in kind of a How I Did It series, which is coming up and, and really looking forward to. Uh, but let, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. And until next time, thanks for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.